On this Wednesday installment of Locked On Texans, John and myself will be joined by ESPN's own Adam Schefter. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, 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 Texas fans across the world in the city of Houston, the great state of Houston, I know, to this <laughs> Wednesday's episode of the Locked On Texas podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm John from Sports Guy Hickman, your Texas football analyst, and like every other day, every day here on the Locked On Texans, Cody Davis, Sports Illustrator's own credential media member for the Houston Texans, is also joining the show. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Uh, very special show. We're going to talk about moving forward without CJ Stroud, the likelihood of Case Keenum or Davis Mills playing this upcoming Sunday. We'll get to Jonathan Grenard, who has reached 10 sacks the first time in his career. He's reached double-digit sacks, the first Texans to do so since J.J. Watt. But we're mm-hmm. kicking off today's show with ESPN's own Adam Schefter. What an amazing day to have a special guest joining the Locked On Texans podcast, one of the greatest sports broadcasters in the business, uh, the name, you guys know the name, you know the brand, but we're talking about kind of a lifestyle today, but welcome to the show, Mr. Adam Scheffner of ESPN. John, Cody, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. It's an honor to be with you guys. It's an honor to have you. Uh, Adam, you've made a living, a living, you know, one of our favorites personally for the longest of times. I remember just waking up early mornings on on school day, getting ready to go to school and just watching you, right? Well, you made a living on being one of the NFL leaders in breaking and important news. But that's for the NFL. I want to transition to diabetes and ask yeah. what uh, important facts or breaking news our listeners and NFL uh, NFL fans should know and more about your partnerships with yeah. Sanofi. Yeah, well, listen, I'm pleased to be a Sanofi spokesperson for this Sanofi, movement. Excuse me. That's okay. I'm pleased to be a Sanofi spokesperson for this movement. And it's a movement that I believe is critically important. Type 1 diabetes can't be prevented, but it can be detected early. And there are blood tests that can detect type 1 diabetes before any noticeable symptoms arise, uh, before insulin is required, and potentially before any serious complications occur. So they're launching a movement, and it's called the One Pledge movement and you can go to the onepledge.com today uh, to pledge to get your family screened for type 1 diabetes speak to your doctor as well that's always important but it's personal to me my wife is type 1 diabetic and so I've watched what it's like for her to live uh, with this disease and if there's somebody out there that can be spared of it that it can be detected early uh, that's a huge thing and that's why we want people to go to the onepledge.com Adam, what would your message be for some for people out there living with this disease? Um, because I myself, I have a wife and several other family members who are battling this disease. So can you just talk about what message can you share? And at the same yeah. time, um, how important it is 
to to provide that um, foundational support that they need in order to keep on fighting this disease? Well, you know, I think that people don't know a lot about it. And frankly, I didn't know a lot about it until I married my wife. And then you learn and you learn more and more and you learn on the fly. Like there are all sorts of situations that we've been in uh, that I've learned more and more about type one diabetes. Um, you know, I've lived through this with my wife. We know how important it is uh, to detect type one diabetes before the diagnosis is given. Uh, that's why we've tested our daughter in advance. We've tested our son in advance and we want people to test in advance and we want people to talk to their doctors for more information about screening for type one diabetes, but it, it's a, it's a, it's a challenging hmm. disease that is very hard and takes its toll. Look, my wife is the one that has to live with it. So she is by far going away. The one that is impacted most by it, but it impacts everyone in our family. And we've all got to live through our own versions of it. And and I wish we could snap our fingers and cure it. Uh, but that's yeah. not happening today, not to my knowledge. And as long as it's going to be out there in society, uh, if people can do something to be screened early and detect it in advance, that would be a wonderful thing. I think being proactive and not reactive is very important yeah. when you look at uh, something like this. And so before we even talk football, thank you for joining and uh, allowing us opportunity for you to you know, spread your platform, use your platform, use our platform to spread more information about that. Now, I do want to transition over to football a little bit yep. before I talk about the Texans. I'm a very uh, observant guy. I'm kind of keen with my four eyes here. Adam, you have on a uh, Jacksonville <laughs> Jaguar T-shirt right now. Yeah, well, if the Texans want to send me something to wear around the house, you know, I'll put it on too. Like, no problem. <laughs> you know what happened? I went to Jacksonville a couple of years ago, and they're like, oh, here's a shirt, you know, to wear, like a workout in. And so that's what it is, just basically a shirt that's sitting around the house that I that I happened to get when I was down there doing interviews for – trying to think what it was, what I was down there for. I do some kind of story for ESPN and uh, I didn't have a shirt to work out in. So they gave me a, a t-shirt and so uh, put the t-shirt on here. And like I said, if you, if you guys want to send me one, a Houston Texans, what uh, Omar, the PR guy hasn't sent me one. So uh, if he wants to send <laughs> Omar. me one, that, Omar. That'd, be, that'd be great. I could, I could definitely make that happen. Matter of fact, I'm going to see him later happen. on today. Yeah, you, well, you but... tell him, you tell him, <laughs> Let's you make tell that Omar, happen. okay, that I made some, restaurant recommendations to him this past weekend in new york mm -hmm. uh, and and the least he could do is send me a texans workout shirt right like to go work out <laughs> that's it you know, xl I, xl, only brought XL. That up. yeah there we go i brought it up because we know that the jacksonville jaguars number one in the afc south division right now uh a very competitive division the texans are in a place where many people in the national space didn't think that they'd be. Mm -hmm. And that's in a playoff race. And so what's your opinion about the week 15 matchup versus the Tennessee Titans who are coming off beating a nine and three Miami team? Right. I think that's a great time to get them. I mean, Tennessee is always going to play you tough, but I'd rather get them when they're feeling great about themselves rather than when they're not like they went into Miami all angry with piss and vinegar and upset the dolphins. So you know, the Texans are coming off a tough loss, a game they should have found a way to win that they didn't. A lot of injuries, missing a lot of key players. We'll see whether C.J. Stroud can pass through protocol. Most players don't get through protocol in a week. Mm -hmm. Let's hope that he gets well soon, and he can for his own sake, the team's sake. We'll see what happens there. But 
you know, it, divisional matchups are always tough. Tennessee's always going to play tough. They're such a feisty, strong, tough team. Um, but again, I, you know, this probably would be a better time to get them than go the night that they went into Miami to upset the Dolphins. Adam, um, you just mentioned C.J. Stroud. We know that is possibly the biggest story here in the city of Houston, one of the biggest yeah. stories in the league. Um, we know he's in concussion protocol. We heard Coach D'Amico Ryan say that after the game and then again on Monday. But what can you share? What intangibles, what process does a player need to do in order to be cleared and get back out there on the field? Well, there's a series of steps. They have to meet with independent neurologists, team doctors. They have to be cleared by both before they can play again. And I, I think the numbers are something like 80% of the people in protocol um, don't wind up passing in a week. Now, I don't mm -hmm. know the extent of his injury and how severe his concussion was or wasn't. To me, they're all severe. They're all serious in their own ways. Um, none of them should ever be dismissed or taken lightly or diminished. But again, there are various degrees of them and we'll i don't know where his falls on that spectrum and i don't know whether or not he's shown encouraging signs so far but he's gonna have a series of steps that he has to pass through before he can be eligible to play again and nobody knows right now including the texans whether or not he'll be able to make it through or not Adam, before I let you go, I do want to ask you one question. Um, as of right now, the Houston Texans, to everybody's surprise, are yeah. in the playoff hunt. So can you just talk about how it's been just watching this team grow this season, especially the improvements yeah. and development that we've seen from Coach um, D'Amico Rhines? Well, great question. Listen, all we have to do is go back one year, right? A year ago, Ooh. and I don't mean this to be harsh, nobody cared or was interested in the Houston Texans. They were largely irrelevant. And a year later, they are very relevant, and they may make the playoffs this year. And people are interested in Houston Texans football again. They want to see C.J. Stroud play. They want to see if this team can keep it going. D'Amico has brought a certain energy and spark to that franchise. They have completely rebounded and become relevant one year later. They've become relevant, and they look like they're going to be relevant and competitive and good for a long period of time because they picked the right quarterback in the draft last April, they landed the right head coach, and it looks like they're positioned for success for years to come. Hmm. Adam, before we close, I want to pivot right back to the diabetes discussion. What would be your final message to our listeners, to anybody that's impacted by type 1 diabetes? Well, again, I think the big thing that I mentioned before, and I'll just say it again, John and Cody, is that it's important to join me and to go to the OnePledge.com today to pledge to get your family screened for type 1 diabetes. Speak to your doctor, get advice from him. But if people can do that and they can be proactive, like you mentioned, rather than reactive and get out in front of it, rather be behind it, then I think they're doing themselves and their families a huge favor and a huge service. Thank you, Adam Sheffner, for joining the Locked On Texans podcast. And I pray for your fantasy team. We talked about that before we started. <laughs> so hopefully you're able to get a, a good backup quarterback to kind of come in and get you a couple of points to win it. Uh, thank you for joining the show once again. Guys, thank you. Thank you for having me. Happy holidays, and I appreciate you taking the time today. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, guys. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stays hot on FanDuel. We all need something to warm us up, and whether it's a hot tidy or just being a new customer with FanDuel to warm you up, you can stay hot with these deals and get 100 
and 50 bucks in bonus bet with any five dollar money line bet. So you can stay warm by getting some extra cash in your pocket with any five dollar money line bet. You can win 150 bucks if your team wins. Uh, if you're thinking about starting and joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action right now. Got the NBA, you got college football playoffs, you got college basketball, the NFL. There's a lot of things going on right now in this sports season. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, including player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and continue the heat, the hot, through the warm, through the cold, through whatever the weather is for your franchise, whether it's playoffs or not. Continue it with Locked On, a FanDuel, excuse me, this NFL season. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Welcome back in, Locked On Texan listeners and viewers. That was a great conversation with Adam Schefter. Uh, grateful that he came by to had an opportunity to talk about the importance of getting screened early for type 1 diabetes. But I do want to take what he mentioned about C.J. Stroud and move to this conversation, which is 80% of players who are concu- who receive a concussion, who have to go through a concussion protocol, 80% of those players do not return the following week. And for Houston, the presumed offensive rookie of the year, at one point MVP discussion, rookie hmm. quarterback, that is a huge blow three weeks in a row. Looking at no Tank Dale, Nico Collins, and now uh, CJ Stroud, that leads Houston to see who do they play hmm. at quarterback. Is it the Texans legend, Davis Mills, the savior of this hmm. franchise, or is it the Houston legend in Houston sports, Case Keenum? Hmm. What are your thoughts? Well, I do want to mention this. Do not be surprised if CJ doesn't play on Sunday because we actually saw this same situation take place about a month ago. Remember, Tank Dale went down with the concussion against the Atlanta Falcons, and he did not suit up against the New Orleans Saints. And I remember um, the day the, the, the day after he came back, we were talking to him in his locker room, and he said one of the things that he had to do was literally just sit in a room with no TV, no music, no nothing. And he talked about how lonely he was at that that time but um without a shadow of a doubt do not expect cj stroud to play on sunday and the question is who should the houston texans start i'm not going to should have code coded it's definitely going to be davis mills uh because first and foremost this is a young man who during training camp there was moments when he did look like the better quarterback. There was moments where he did go throughout an entire practice without throwing an interception. There was moments where he looked really good going through his reads and progression. However, that was all the way, let's say, since August, I want to say. But at the same time, I do go back to something that I've been harping on in terms of this progression that we've seen out of Davis Mills. Every time he has had an opportunity to sit and learn from afar, he come back as a better player. And look, I'm not expecting Davis Mills to go out and replicate the same success that he has been that 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 we saw out of CJ Stroud. However, I do think Davis Mills is a quality backup quarterback to help the Houston Texans overcome the loss of CJ. I was wondering if we were going to bring up training camp and training hmm. camp notes because right here, what I have the moments that I were out there, I was out there and it wasn't as much as you, Cody, or some of our other colleagues. But I've had those moments, and I'm looking at my notes, where Case Keenum looked better than 
Davis Mills. Mm, I mean, there were. And, and, All and, three of them did take turns. And I would say the times that Davis Mills looked better than C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud was just looking like a rookie. And Davis Mills looked like a player that was in the year for three years, in, in, in the NFL for three years. But Case Keenum is 11 and 11 in, in December. Davis Mills, of course, shorter career, four and five. And I was going to ask you, which is why I'm glad you brought it up, does training camp matter now from August in December? Does it matter now in December? And I think you factor that in. And, and if we factor that in, I, I got to look at Case Keenum. Uh, last time Davis Mills played the Tennessee Titans uh, on the away game, 178 yards, one TD, that was to Brandon Cooks. Uh, it, but if I had to answer what the Houston Texans should do, I would say this week is going to tell it all. Yeah, Davis Mills is a quarterback that on you know a few occasions relieved C.J. Stroud this season, actively has thrown the NFL pass this NFL regular season. Case Keenum is the man with all of the the, the background, the history, the veterans, you know, leadership, the, the the career that he's had. He's been successful in the NFL. He's been successful for the Houston Texans. Uh again, 11 wins, 11 losses in December. I think this week of practice is going to be very important. I'm not going to put a starter out there. I'm not because Guys, I'm not lying to you. Cody will attest. There were times when Case Keenum looked like the starter for the offense. Now, of course, yeah, he did. that wasn't a lot. But when you look at the technically third-string quarterback, Case Keenum, outplaying especially them last two weeks of training camp. Those last two weeks of training camp, Case Keenum looked better than Davis Mills. Uh, Davis Mills did not look like a quarterback that would be the definitive number two. Um, and so I take that into consideration in, in case Keenan was getting it done with guys that are on the practice squad are no longer with the team. We'll see you know, with our quarterback position, Case and Davis. We'll see you know, where we where we end up throughout the week. Uh, both guys have played a lot of football, and at this point of where we are, we just one guy's going to put us put ourselves in position, right, to win football games, right? Who can we count on to help us win football games? And that's how we'll decide. That was D'Amico Ryan's talking about both Davis Mills and Case Keenum. You know, regardless of who's at quarterback, and I do think this matters, this is a Tennessee team coming off an emotional win, a high win. You saw some great from DeAndre Hopkins. and mm. You know, was bad blood that bad where you couldn't sign him in the offseason? Um, you saw, you know, a couple of TDs from from the uh, from the goat, one of the goats of that franchise, Derrick Henry, and I think they're going to look to play spoilers this upcoming week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it matters who's that quarterback. I think it matters at some point, you know how how will Bobby Slork, man? How would he? How is he going to help out his quarterbacks? That's a good so point. it doesn't matter who's behind center; they're going to need some help from the sidelines. And I also want to mention this as well. You know, we sit here talking about who's going to take the snap on the center. I also want to mention this. What wide receivers are going to be out there? <laughs> what I do, do want to mention is what which wide receivers are going to be out there available on Sunday because you're already without Tank Dale. 
as of right now, at the time of this recording, we do not know the status of Nico Collins. A lot of people was talking about how bad Noah Brown looked against New York Jets. However, you do got to keep in mind that he's been battling a knee injury. And at the same time, when you take a look at the um, tight end core, will Dalton Schultz be back with what? His hamstring injury. So it's like, okay. It's tough. I'm fine with whoever they start under center, but they got to make sure that they have the weapon. I wonder if Houston's going to look to call up any wide receivers from their practice squad. Jerry Wayne is sitting mm. right there. You know, that's a friend of the show. But moving on to Jonathan Grenard. Before we do that, I got some for you guys. And what I got for you is Prize Picks, the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports is just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections. Sit back and watch the winnings roll in. This basketball season is even hype now with prospects. It's even better because now you can do combo projections across football and basketball from specials leagues. A league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more player stat projections from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James, Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half combo of three points made and receptions. You can also play a lot, play alongside rapper Meek Mill and Andrew Saltz in the community plays under the promo tab. Uh, make sure that you check it out. They also got the insurance policy. Prospects got it all. And I want to shout out to the prize picks princess parlays out there. All the princess parlays out there. You guys are making this even much more fun when you look at daily fantasy sports. Go to prospects.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a positive match. First time deposit match up to $100. Uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, I mean, that's a goal I have for myself is obviously just to get to that double digits when I got to the league. Um, blessed man it's just it's exciting but i know we got four more games to go obviously we didn't get the dub um but yeah i mean i definitely as far as just um milestones that i definitely wanted to hit for myself in my career mentally uh it was good welcome back in ladies and gentlemen to this wednesday installment of locked on texans the 2023 season has been a year of milestones for several Mm. players um the long catch that nico collins had Put him at a thousand receiving yards for the season. Had an opportunity to speak to him, uh, wide receiving coach Ben McDaniel's about Nico Collins' growth ever since their time together at Michigan. Please be sure to go check out that article over at uh, Sports Illustrated's own Texans Daily. However, another guy that John and myself has been high on ever since he was drafted, John Grenard. For the very first time in his career, this young man has reached double-digit sacks. John and myself always believed that he had the potential to do it. The only thing he had to do was stay healthy, and here we are for the first time. As a matter of fact, John, I know you said it early on in the show, but the first guy to reach double-digit sacks since J.J. Watt in 2018 is a big accomplishment for Grenard. Shout out to that young man, Grenard. Keep doing your thing. We cannot wait to see what the future has in store for you. Yeah, you know what's cool about John Grenard? He's a third-round pick. Nico's a third-round pick. And Mm. the question surrounding both of those players has been, yeah, they can produce, 
But the question mark surrounding their health has always been there, rightfully so. And mm-hmm. outside of Sunday's matchup, Nico Collins has been healthy enough to play in enough games to get a thousand yards. And then you also mm-hmm. look at his quarterback play just being better as well. Mm-hmm. But he's been productive productive for the Houston Texans with the health questions uh up until Sunday. Jargonard has been healthy for Houston. I don't know if he's missing any games this year. Right now he's played a 13 game. Yeah, he played a 13 games, which matches his career high. 13 mm-hmm. in 2021, where at the time he recorded eight sacks. That was a career high at the time. 13 in 2020, only one sack, but he was a rookie that year. So 2021, uh, 13 games, still missed games, eight games last year. But now you're looking at a player 13 games in, and this is truly a career year. More tackles on the year with 46, mm. more solo tackles on the year right now with 34. Uh, 10 sacks, of course, that's the big number. But he's been better in terms of tackles for loss. He's been much more of an impact player, impacting a run and the pass. And so I'm looking at John Gennard as a player. I know it's early, but I'm looking at him, I'm looking at him as a player that hopefully he can take a hometown discount. But I would love mm. to see him return back here to the city of Houston, playing under D'Amico Ryan's. Want to take some time out to shout out my man Alvin. I met over the weekend. Stop me in the store at a CBS <laughs> and just let us let me know how much he enjoys. The show and so to everybody that listens and watches the show, man. Thank y'all so much. We really appreciate it. Wouldn't be able to do this without y'all. But shout out to my man Alvin. And it was a teacher from Ike Nine, Eisenhower Nine. Didn't get his name, but shout out to him as well. For the rest of the week, for the rest of the week, we'll continue to, to discuss how the Texans can rebound from this injury bug that continues to find them like moth to a flame. And then tomorrow, crossover, Tic Tac Tyler Titans. Oh, this is going to be fun. Man, look, I understand the Texans have a lot going up against them, but they have to make sure they win this game. Because oh, yeah, and, and the I'll Tennessee be Titans, Ryan's defense. The, okay. the Tennessee Titans, they win the Houston Oilers colors, correct? Oh, man. Coming off, a, coming off a game where DeAndre Hopkins looked like Houston D-Hop, and I think oh, he's man. like 110, 109 yards away from another season of reaching 1K. And they couldn't get it done here in Houston. They want to give. Never mind. Hey, if there is one game I need the Texans to win, it's this one. Oh, yeah. Because um, them Oilers colors, that belong down here in the city of Houston, baby. Oh, yeah. Thank you all for listening to the Locked On Texas podcast. Subscribe, like, and comment on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Give me a follow on X, formerly known as Twitter, at John underscore Hickman 12. And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.